Hey guys, what's up? Today is a special day. Today is my birthday, so I am super excited. I've decided I want to release two episodes this week. This is going to be the first one of two that I'm going to be dropping this week, and it's a message that's been on my heart a lot lately. Um, actually, like the last month and a half, a message keeps coming across, whether it's on the radio um, or during my RCIA class, it actually popped up on several Facebook ads for the show Chosen, um, and I, it just keeps coming back to me. So I know that there's a reason that I need to talk about this. So I want to talk to you guys today about the woman at the well and how in our, in our own ways, we all have these moments in our lives that change our viewpoint, um, especially if maybe you're someone who has a similar past to me. Maybe you grew up in church, fell back, questioned, you know, whether God was real or not. And then as you became an adult, things happened in your life that made you understand that there is, there is a God and he loves you so much. So I want to share with you guys. I know I've, I've probably talked about this a million times, but it's, it's a turning point in my life, which is why I keep going back to this. So when it comes to the woman at the well, if you have not heard this story, I want to give you a very brief overview. Honestly, I would go look it up in your Bible or Google it um, and and find out more about it. Or heck, watch the episode of The Chosen. I literally cried when I was watching this episode because it hit me so hard about God's love for us. So um, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place, but this is a message that I just I really need to talk about today. So The Woman at the Well, very briefly, um, is a story of a woman who had been living a sinful life. Um, she was a Samaritan woman, and she was trying to gather water from um, a very deep well one day, and Jesus was there. She was shocked because at that point, Jews and Samaritans, like, they didn't, like, get along. Like, they weren't, like, besties. Like, you weren't, you wouldn't normally see a Jew and a Samaritan at, at a well together. And he didn't have anything with them, so she was kind of confused. And he asked her for some water, and she's like, listen, man, like, you don't even have anything to, like, draw water from the well. And, you know, she was kind of suspicious of him. And he started talking to her about how he knew things about her life. And she's like, listen, like, I'm not really someone you want to be talking to. Like, I've lived a sinful past. And he's like, listen, I know. I know everything you've ever done in your life. And he starts describing her past marriages. Now, at this point, she's had like five husbands. Her marriages have not worked out. The first one, she was really excited to get married. She was pure. She was, she was right there waiting for everything to fall in line. And her husband wasn't good to her. And it kind of ruined her idea of like what a good godly marriage was supposed to be like. Now, her second husband was great, but she didn't feel worthy of him. And, you know, the next three relationships she had after that, they just weren't good. And she kept running away. Um, and then at this point, when Jesus runs into her at the well, she's actually living with a man that she's not married to. So, I mean, she she was like, listen, like, I'm really not someone that you want to be talking to right now. And he's like, you're exactly the person I want to talk to. I want you to know that, you know, the Savior's here. I am here. She thought Jesus was just a prophet. And he's like, no, I I am the Lamb of God. He tells her about how even though she doesn't feel loved and she doesn't 
think that she can even love herself at this point. All of a sudden, she realizes that she is loved by God. And Jesus tells her how worship is going to change. It's no longer going to be, you know, sacrifice. She can drink from his water rather than the water of the well, and she'll never be thirsty again. And it's really a beautiful story. And that's why, like, it makes me cry when I watch the episode of The Chosen because it's just, it's it's done so well. And there's even a song that it's been coming on the radio a lot lately. I'm not sure if it's a message that I need to talk to you guys about it or if it's just that it's a really popular song. Um, it's called The Woman at the Well. And it it gets me every time it comes on the radio because it's talking about how even at a point in your life where you can't love yourself, you are loved. When you feel like you are alone, God is still right there with you. The burden that you're carrying, you think that you're too far gone to be loved. God is right there with you. And you have no idea how loved you are until you can accept it. So a few years ago, um, I was, you know, getting ready to graduate college. And I don't know if it was just the stress. I mean, I was really going through a difficult time. I had gotten back from studying abroad. And when I was over there, I felt so alone, even if I was in a room full of people. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's really difficult for a lot of people in general when they when they travel away from their family. But that was the first time I had really been away from my family for um, three months. And I had done a lot of things that, you know, I'm not proud of. Um, and I had really strayed further and further and further away from God. I was even having trouble sleeping at this point. My anxiety and depression were absolutely awful. Um, I was having trouble functioning properly at this point, and I decided to end my study abroad trip early and flew back to the States. So when I got back, I was really struggling with, I mean, the language barrier as well, and I feel like I wasn't understood. Um, And my mom was trying her best to help me, but it was something like internally I really I knew I needed help, but I couldn't, I didn't understand exactly how to ask for the help or how to describe what was wrong and how I was feeling. And so, you know, I just continued drinking and I thought that, you know, at least if I was drinking, I was numbing everything. And then, you know, some dangerous behaviors because I wanted to feel something at some point. And honestly, I think I had to reach that point to be able to understand that that was my rock bottom. That was my, I can't feel, I can't feel happiness or joy. So I want to, I want to feel nothing at all. And then I got to the point where I felt absolutely nothing. And I'm like, something has to change. I need to feel something. So I had gotten to that point and I remember one night, I was, I had actually like abandoned a date. It was awful. Like the dude was just straight up rude and like there was like zero chemistry. So I had left the bar that we were having drinks at, walked across the street to a tattoo shop, had no idea what I wanted. I was super drunk and I literally got on Pinterest and was like, I need to get a tattoo of something so that I can hide from this dude (laughs) and wait for my mom to come get me. So I literally was on Pinterest scrolling through 
and I typed in like small tattoos for women or something and like all these butterflies and crap popped up and the next thing that pops up that caught my eye that I ended up getting tattooed was a cross with the verse Romans 5.8. So I hurried up and I was like, well, what does Romans 5.8 mean? And to paraphrase, God loves you at your darkest. And that just, it just like hit me in my soul because I had felt like that was the darkest, lowest point in my life. I had been in, you know, in and out of toxic relationships. I had been taking my self-worth solely from, you know, those relationships. My confidence was absolutely zero. I was, you know, I was very unhealthy. I had awful, very toxic habits at that point. And I wasn't, I wasn't living a life I was proud of. But at that point in my life, I didn't, I didn't care. And that night when I decided to randomly get a Bible verse tattooed on my back, that Bible verse still pops out at me a lot. Um, I actually bought a sign one day at Aldi because it had Romans 5.8 on it. And I, I knew that was a little God wink. I knew that God was trying to tell me something because I had, I had fallen back into a bit of a funk. Um, you know, a little spiritual warfare. I feel like we go through that a lot. But for me, my turning point, realizing that I wasn't alone and that what I needed to do was to accept that God loved me at my darkest to accept that I was that woman that was standing at the well who was unable to love herself, yet someone was willing to give their life for me. Someone loved me at my darkest. When people would have abandoned me, I know I lost a lot of relationships around that time. And, you know, it, it probably wasn't even their fault. It was probably my own fault because, like I said, I was... I was a toxic person at that point in my life. You know, I couldn't love myself, so I had trouble accepting that others around me could potentially care for me. But when I realized that, you know, Jesus was there for me, loving me unconditionally, when I wasn't able to love myself, that's when I realized my life was going to change. I mean, I was, goodness, this was probably five, six years ago. And my life is still changing. God constantly redirects my path to get me to where I needed to be. You know, there's a lot of people that I would have never met had he not redirected me to a path to meet these women that have helped to change my life. Sorry, I'm getting like emotional right now. But, you know, a lot of my life has changed. And it's because God keeps redirecting my path. He wants to let me know that, you know, it started off him finding me. I wasn't looking for him. He found me right there at the well. When I wasn't able to even care for myself, he was there to care for me. He was there to remind me that, on my darkest day, when I feel so alone, he is right there beside me, sharing my burden. Carrying 99% of it when I feel that 1%. And for me, that was everything. Even though it took up until this last year for me to 
find the path that God's been leading me to. I mean, over over the course of the last six years, he's been trying to redirect me to get me to where I needed to be, and I was stubborn. I'll admit it, but I'm so glad that this message has been popping up for me because I knew I needed to share it, and I've been putting it off. But for anyone else who has ever felt as if they can't even love themselves, just imagine being the woman at that well. She had no idea that that day when she went to the well that she was going to meet the Savior, that she was going to change her entire life, that she was going to be able to start living a life that she was proud of, to live a life that was God-ordained, 